The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora friends, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara bringing you an eco postcard. Each week I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our beautiful world. I send you troubling stories of damage through excessive human impact on the biosphere and uplifting stories of restoration. I hope these accounts help you to find your own pathway of protection of the people and the planet you love. Okay, let's start on, oh, let's start with an editorial comment by me uh, on the matter of shifting uh, um, national funding for climate mitigation, that is stopping emissions, uh, into adaptation and repair of the damage done by climate uh, contributed storms and cyclones. A bad idea to spend less on mitigation. Uh, think if you had an overflowing bathtub and uh, it's it's starting to drip, drip through the floorboards um, to be a really serious problem. Uh, your, your energy and time uh, doesn't first go on mopping up the water or repairing the damaged floorboards. First, you rush and you turn off the tap. So we, the tap being carbon emissions in this case, um, we, we must put a, an enormous amount of energy into stopping emissions as well as adapting to the impact of climate change that's now um, causing very great damage and repairing the damage. Okay, on to local events which are relevant um, to those comments. Uh, and I, I, have to, I have to add a, a little apology to people listening to this on Saturday morning um, because the event I speak of is um, uh, preceding Saturday morning. Uh, it's, it's a um, webinar on climate adaptation asking, asking the question, uh, what are we actually doing about um, ad- adapting to our changing climate? What, what's our national government doing? and what are our local governments doing. And this webinar is on the Wednesday the 15th, this, uh, this coming Wednesday, and it's from 5 to 6.30 p.m. And you can get to it by going to the Nelson Tasman Climate Forum website. And it's going, it will involve speakers uh, speaking to national-level work and local level work. Uh, at the, in, we'll hear some of the Nelson City Council and Tasman District Council staff explain uh, what both central government and councils are doing, and they'll introduce uh, a, a big project that's going ahead now, the Regional Climate Change Risk Assessment, currently underway. Um, 
They'll discuss the importance of building resilient communities that can face short and long-term changes um, while cultivating sustainability. And um, it will introduce a seasonal calendar about what you can do to contribute to your own resilient community. Okay, so that's that's uh, March 15th, 5 to 6.30 p.m. Go to the Nelson Tasman Climate Forum website in order to register for that very interesting and quite important webinar. Staying local, uh, let me talk about transport choices that both Nelson and Tasman councils are promoting. Uh, there is a focus on cycling networks, walkable neighbourhoods, school travel plans that um, minimise kids being delivered to school by car and making public transport fast, convenient and pleasant. Um, partic particularly in the Tasman Council ambit, uh, there'll be a focus on modified intersection layouts and improved crossings for pedestrians and cyclists, um, on-street cycle lanes in Motueka, and bus shelters, seats and bike racks in Richmond and Motueka. All of this, of course, leading up to an important event in July, with the introduction of the new e-buses in both Nelson and in Tasman, an event that I look forward to greatly. Okay, let me turn now from the local to the very biggest, broadest international event that you can imagine in terms of its scope, and that is... Um, the High Seas Treaty to Protect International Waters. This treaty has been about 20 years in the making, but late on last Saturday night in New York, after days of grueling round-the-clock talks, UN member states finally agreed on a treaty to protect the high seas. They reached this treaty, that is 193 participating nations, reached the treaty after the deadline for the talks had officially passed uh, and uh, at, at the, the point of agreement, the conference president, Rena Lee of Singapore, took to the floor and announced that it had been agreed. She said that the ship has come to port and I, I watched a short video of this and actually she burst into tears and can be seen controlling her, um, her tears at that point. Uh, she received cheers and a standing ovation from the delegates in the room who had not left the conference hall for two days and worked through the night to get the deal done. So this historic treaty is crucial for enforcing the 30 by 30 pledge made uh, at the UN Biodiversity Conference last December to protect a third of the sea and the land 
by 2030. And without a treaty, this target would certainly fail because there is up to this point, there's no legal mechanism to set up marine protected areas. Um, this all refers to the ocean between islands and continents. Each country um, has has its its zone of of ocean control um, outside its land borders, but then um, beyond that is the ocean, to which up to now no um, no system of law prevented anyone doing anything. Um, <clears throat> so it covers it covers about two thirds of the ocean outside national boundaries and um, will we'll provide this legal framework against the, to protect against the loss of wildlife, um, to, uh, I hope, deal with the idea of mining the seafloor, uh, and also sharing out the genetic resources of the high seas. It will establish um, a conference of parties, this term's becoming familiar to us now, COP or COP, um, there'll be cops on the ocean uh, that will meet periodically and enable member states to be held to account on issues such as governance and biodiversity. And when we think of what oceans do for us, producing half the oxygen we breathe, representing 95% of the biosphere, which is huge, and soaking up carbon dioxide, um, we, we begin to understand how important this treaty is. Okay, that's it for today, folks. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara, and this has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards is Monday afternoons 3.30 p.m. and Saturday mornings 9.45 a.m. Till next week, bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.